Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another episode of A Winner Is You, where we always use our head, and we never forget that the cake is a lie. We're back for episode 26, and we got a full crew this time. Welcome back, Sean. Howdy. Dynamite drop in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's my thing? Where's my thing? Dynamite drop I'm in money, candy. and broadcast school has really paid off. <laughs> Ah, yes. <laughs> so we're here. We're back. What's going on, Howdy. fellas? I don't know. What's up? Not too much. All Not good? too much. It's, uh, it's all good in the hood. I thought you say. said you weren't going to be talking this episode. Well, I lied. I had two more <laughs> drinks of Captain and Coke, Pray. and I'm talking. <laughs> How it goes. Everybody's got a beverage in their hands, You're, getting ready for the weekend. And... Love it. Yeah, is it Jack and Coke? Is it Captain Coke? Nobody knows. Does it matter anymore? I don't think it's it all empty though. We need a. That's a problem. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need you to play some commercials. I'm gonna need a refill soon here. See what started. I did? Is I refilled before we started? Yeah. We could do. Poor we thought. could. Do, we could do what we do on uh, the DWI podcast and play one of these. Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. For my beer down the sink, I've got more in the trunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. And 
little game we like to play called yeah. What You Drinking? <laughs> and Patty's Day is right around the corner. It is. That'll be our Are next we all week's episode. Buzzed? <laughs> no. I not get quite. the uh, I am not. Episode. <laughs> uh, I'm life buzzed. I'm, I'm buzzed on life. You know? Are you? I am life. Oh boy. <laughs> buzzed on life. Man, do I wish. <laughs> Who are you? I'm gonna just go find my apple and my uh, my cardboard toilet tube, and I'll be right back. <laughs> if you know, you know. How do these if go you together? Know, <laughs> you know, I need you, know. you to draw that out for me. <laughs> I got dryer sheets down here too. We'll make it work. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. Yeah. If so you go. know, you know. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh, we've all done it through the apple. Yeah. We're talking about sex, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right, good. Well, I'm confused. I'm confused. Where is your for once in my life I'm confused? I got it here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Problem is, when you get too many of these, you don't know where it is. For once in my life I'm confused. There you go. <laughs> hey. Found, it. Found it. All right. Well, while uh, Drew gets himself another beverage, let's talk about what we are going to be talking about today. <laughs> it's he runs. You gave him a hall. It's like you gave him a hall pass. I was it's just like I was gonna say he needs like he needs to get an intercom system and just be buzzing upstairs. Uh, uh, I'm on the podcast and it's, I need another drink. It's one of these. Can you, can you bring me one of those drinks? Drink. Yeah. Hey. Hello. Uh, hey. Drink time. Hello. God. Oh, Where are you? It, uh, booze, booze, and more booze. She'd come in with a drink and throw it in your face, probably. And it wouldn't even be a good drink. It'd be like a glass of water. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> why, would you t- why would you say that? And not even a glass. A pre-bottled water. Not even no. the effort to pour that water. No, oh. straight in a Dixie cup. Out of the oh. toilet. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, so we are going to be talking March releases since we're we're a week behind. We missed that. We didn't uh, podcast last week, so we got to talk March releases. A little bit of what you play in, and a last topic that is I don't know off to the races. Let's say so. Let's talk about it. <laughs> If you missed episode 25, make sure you go back and listen. Uh, we talked our top five most difficult, most hated bosses of all time. and We sure did. That uh, <laughs> You got your list. I, I, I made sure to announce your list of, of uh, your favorites. But I for me, that, that all being right. All your Resident Evil bosses came in. <laughs> no, no. That was that so, Dark Souls Dark and Bloodborne. Souls. Yeah, it was Dark Souls. And for good fucking reason, those things are impossible. You just want to throw your controller more than any other game you've ever played. It's just like, you know what? Fuck these people that made this. Fuck this game. Fuck my television. Fuck this controller. Like, it's just blood-boilingly difficult. Oh, I think with those F-bombs, we are officially 
explicit for this episode. Uh, I would like to retract those f bombs. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Fuck. Well, well it's gotta, too late. Gotta beat those out. Gotta I need a bleep them. button. BG thirteen. Yeah, I need a bleep button. Heck oh, yes. Goodness. Heck yes. Bleep All right. Button. We're in March. We got there. I guess there's some games coming out. There's a few. What uh, is there anything you guys are looking forward to? Uh, Drew, you put down. Uh, I think basically for you, it's satisfactory, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So I did put satisfactory in here. Not because it's actually being released. Obviously, it's it's a game that was released back in 2019, uh, and it's an early access right now. Uh, but what they're doing is they're releasing the most recent update, which is Update 4. So uh, pretty exciting to see that. It's been a year since an official uh, big update. I think the last update was in February of 2020, so just over a year. Uh, and it, it looks like there's some pretty killer stuff coming out. Um you know, obviously, it's been a slowdown because of COVID. You know, everybody's had that, had those challenges. Uh, but this looks like to be a really big uh, update. Uh, they're adding all sorts of new resources. Uh, if you don't remember, Satisfactory is a resource management style game, big tech tree, uh, you know, building up uh, new technologies to, you build up these factories to basically convert resources that you're mining out of the ground into all sorts of new technology, new things, right? You're, you keep advancing through the tech tree to get newer and better factories to get that next level of progression and, you know, get yourself ways to get around the Island uh, a little bit easier as well. You can, you can resource uh, research how to build, you know, uh, like Jeeps and jetpacks and, all sorts of cool stuff to get your get yourself around the island. It's kind of a survival resource management type game. Uh, really, uh, for me, it's a lot of fun. And uh, in this release, they're coming out with a whole bunch of more resources. Uh, up to this date, it's just been uh, you know, solid resources, coal, wood, rock, that sort of thing. Now, uh, they also had some liquids, so oil and water. Uh, now they're adding gases to the mix, so you'd be able to mine for gases as well, which will obviously uh, unleash a whole new level of tech tree. So that's pretty exciting. Uh, what were the other big ones here? Uh, they're going to be making some advancements to the power storage and the way you handle power on your base. Uh, that can be kind of a hassle the way it is now, so I think that's that's going to be pretty exciting. It sounds like they're going to actually have some storage areas where you can actually, you know, like big batteries that you can store up power. Uh, Cause that's definitely a problem uh, today. Uh, and then also I think aluminum is the other big uh, area that they're focusing on. Aluminum comes further on in the game. Uh, obviously it takes a lot of different resources to combine to create uh, advanced metals like that. So uh, they're kind of re redoing how that resource gets handled. Um, so one thing to note, if you if you play the game and you're looking forward to update four, uh, update four will break your current save game. Oh, um, what? Yeah, you know, this is, yeah, this is the risk you run with you know being in early access. Uh, nothing is sacred. Um, it's not like you're going to lose uh, your save game. You can still play it uh, in just a more reduced version, uh, but you won't be able to upgrade it to the newest version of the game. So you'll have to start fresh with update Oof. four, if uh, which it's it sounds worse than it is. It's definitely one of those games that takes a long time to play through. 
But uh, it's kind of one of those games where the progressions are, they're like changing the progressions as they're doing these updates and they're changing, uh, you know, for instance, how much coal and water has to go into this thing to make that work. And, you know, the recipes, they're changing the recipes a lot, uh, kind of reconfiguring things to make them more fair and, you know, balancing out the game a little bit. So uh, with that comes sort of game breaking changes when they make these big updates. Uh, But I am super excited about it. So I'm not sure if any of you actually ended up playing it. Uh, Adam, I think you were probably the only one that was close to thinking about it. Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask you if you thought um, twenty nine ninety nine is what I think it is right now on Steam. It was on sale like a couple months ago. So, like, if you thought thirty bucks is still worth it or not, like based on your experience. And I will say, uh, we'll get into it later with what you plan. Uh, uh, I am addicted to these kinds of games. Like, yeah, it's just like my. I don't need my brain. I just let it do. And it just let just keep going and going and going. Also, I'm like, you know, I should probably like go to bed or I should yeah. stop playing. So, uh, so if you think 30 bucks is still worth it, like it seems like they're making updates at least. Uh, $30 is definitely worth it. Uh, I think that's what I paid for it. I might've got it for 10% off or something like that. Um, I actually own it on Epic and I think I got a deal on Epic. Uh, I think there is crossplay, so you can, uh, crossplay at least between Epic and Steam. Uh, I actually don't know what the. I don't think there's any console version of this game. I think it's PC only. Uh, yeah, especially since it's just early access. I don't think that really exists on consoles. So, um, so yeah, kind of. it's, it's kind of sort of. Um, <laughs> See Cyberpunk. Anyway, or what? so <laughs> oh, we can talk about well, PT. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, it's early access. It's I own it on Epic. I think I got it on a sale uh, probably about a year ago. Um, if you can get it on a sale, awesome. Do it. I think it's more than worth it if you get it on any sale at all. I think it's more than worth it at $30. Uh, it's don't expect a $60 fully finished AAA game. I mean, obviously, it's still in early access. There's still, you know, still going to be bugs. There's still going to be little things that happen that will kind of... Uh, frustrate you, but you know it's it's the normal stuff that you get with early access, and that's why it's a it is potentially going to be a triple A game when it comes out, right? I would imagine when they release it, it might be a sixty dollar game. Uh, so you're getting it, you know, on a deal, basically half off right now uh, to get it, you know, maybe a year or two early before they finally release it. So uh, to answer your question, Adam, I would say definitely worth it. So. Very uh, upset. How about the other two guys? He's so upset he left. Yeah. Um, I know, John and Dan, I don't think this is really up your guys' alley. Um, I I played games like Command and Conquer and uh, Civ and stuff like that. Uh, you know, obviously Rome Total War, but uh, I don't know. It can kind of drag on for me where, you know, I'm just like, well, that was a fun couple of hours, but don't yeah. feel like I really did anything. So, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I do enjoy games like that, but I can get, you know, kind of disconnected quite quickly from that and just not pick it back up for a while. Yeah. And I mean, to be clear, this isn't exactly like those types of games. It's right. definitely not real-time strategy, uh, like Command & Conquer. Um, I guess your Civ analysis, analogy might be a little bit closer, but even then, it's not a turn-based game either. It's... Uh. It's a, 
it's a first person uh action type game like you walk around and you uh have you guys played factorio have you heard of that game I've heard. Yeah, of, I think uh, we covered that, that way, one. way earlier, like yeah. in our uh, the beginning of our podcasting careers that have yeah. skyrocketed. I remember. Didn't we do them on the same podcast? And you were like, if you had to pick mm-hmm. one or the other, yeah. I thought you picked Factorial over Satisfactory, but I might have that backwards. Uh, you have that backwards for sure. Well, they, they but I think it's. Yeah, that's all you need. It's uh, a fact. Well, and I think it's that's fact, that's science. because of the factory aspect of it, right? So, oh, uh, I don't. Yeah, mind blown. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's um, I don't know how to explain it. it it's exactly like so. If anyone knows what I'm talking about, it's exactly like Factorio, but a a 3D first person version of it. Uh, but for those who don't, I'll try to do a better job explaining it. Basically, you are sent to this island and it's like you're in a skate pod and you're just sent to this island with basically nothing and your first task is to like just have you know develop a habitable uh just like habitat shelter like a shelter yeah thank you (laughs) shelter um and basically the only tool you have a habitable habitat yeah (laughs) Uh, the only tool you have is this thing that can basically you completely disintegrate the escape pod that you showed up in and then reconfigure all the parts and turn it into your habitat, into your shelter. Gotcha. Sure. And then (laughs) you basically start scanning the island for resources and you end up being able to, like you have like a pickaxe and that's like the first thing you do is like you're picking at these resources, right? But it's super slow and manual. So once you get enough resources, you can develop an automatic pickaxe where it's like automatically drilling these things, but it runs on coal, right? So you have to keep feeding it coal. So you're constantly like trying to upgrade these things where it's like, okay, well I can convert it to an electricity driven one, but in order to do that, I need an electrical power plant. So, which also needs to get coal fed into it. So like, you're just constantly going through this huge tech tree where you're developing all these new technologies, getting all these new types of resources that you have to gather each one, you have to automate the the line, basically, to get yourself a lot of those resources. Because by the time you're at the end of the game, you have these resources spread out over miles of area. And you have these big, long conveyor belts that are driving all those resources back to your main base so that you can build it into, like, computers and all sorts of crazy stuff. So it's it's... I guess I don't know how to explain it otherwise. It's like that type of game. It's like resource management, kind of like supply chain deal. Uh, there is some combat to it. I mean, there's little creatures that are running around, some of them scarier than others. Um, uh, but it's combat is definitely not the focus of the game. The Minecraft. focus of the game is, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, maybe oh. Minecraft is probably a good parallel. Um, if mine, you know, if, if you could automate Minecraft, that's what this is. It's the ability to do automation in Minecraft. That actually yes, you can. Kind of you can in Minecraft. You just need to have your red levers with the redstone, and you got to run some lines to it, and then it'll do whatever you need. You need that hopper to auto-collect? You do it. Just oh. kidding. Don't play Minecraft that long. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's actually a good, a really good analogy, Sean, is, is like automated Minecraft. That so. actually does sound appealing. 
I might have to look into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not for me, but that's okay. Well, anyway, the the point of the story is the update <laughs> comes out on March 16th, so uh, just about a week away. Nice. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so, Adam, to answer your question as far as whether you should buy it now, I think when Update 4 comes out, it might go on sale. So that makes keep, sense. That, keep that in the back of your mind. It might be a good way to do yeah. it, too. Like like Drew said, like any of your saved games, you can't use the updates or anything like that. So I would wait anyway at this point yep. until, the, yeah. until that comes out to start playing it. So that way you have all the the new stuff if when you start using it and saving games. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's, a, there's a really big... I'll say one last thing I'll say about it is there's a really big community around this game as well. And the devs like have YouTube channels and they're constantly posting updates and things they're working on. And they seem like a pretty fun kind of crew uh, that are doing it. So, you know, it's, it's definitely a community that you could get into if you really get into it as well. So that's the last thing I'll say about it. That's all I got to say about that. All right, Sean. That's right. You got any? Uh, <laughs> you got anything you're looking forward to for March? I don't know. Um, not particularly. Um, yeah. Well, I take that back. That's Crash Bandicoot. I mean, that would be something I would certainly purchase for Larissa because I bought her the Insane Trilogy, and she played the shit out of it. So nice. That would be something that I'm interested in just to keep her entertained while I fuck around and do whatever it is that I do. I mean, mess around and do whatever it is that I do. Um, That's too late. Whoops. Uh. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, I do enjoy the Crash Bandicoot series, and I mean, I know they kind of redid the first three and kind of upgraded them, but uh, it'd be nice to see what they can actually, you know, pull out all the stops and make a brand new Crash Bandicoot game, because... I've always been fans of games like that and Ratchet and Clank and, you know, just those fun, goofy, you know, just run around and, you know, break things. Sorry, trying to watch my language and break things and, you know, collect coins and just kind of the, you know, off the wall, almost anime type stories they come up with. Um, I, I do enjoy those, too. So that that would be the one that I'm looking forward to in March. Um the Binding of Isaac is also coming out, and if you're not familiar with that, it's incredibly frustrating. Um, that's <laughs> all I'll say about that. Um, but you know me. I do enjoy games like Bloodborne and Dark Souls and you know, just really getting through a grind, and once you finally get through it, it's just like, I'm the baddest MFer out there. You know what I mean? It's like, I finally did it. Nothing can stop feeling. me. And then you get to the next level good. and you immediately get stopped and it's like, oh, never mind. Stop <laughs> <laughs> this, stop that, I'm never playing it again. Next mm-hmm. day you're back to it. Yeah. And you you finally get up to that same spot, you get just a little bit further, and then it's like Oh I think I'm done for a week. I, I don't think I can deal with this this level of disappointment in myself. I'm such a failure. Like, I need to quit my job. I need to go find a comfortable dumpster. I need to Zoidberg it. But uh, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Um, 
because you know I've I've beaten all the Dark Souls. I've beaten Bloodborne. I beat the first Binding of Isaac. I beat Cuphead. It's just like you know mm. what? Let's do it. Let's get back into that grind and uh, go for another one because. As frustrating as it is, it really gives you your money's ugh, your money's worth, um, because you're not going to beat that in a day or a week or a month unless you're you know Zoidberg and you know don't have to go to work. So it's it's well worth the money and it's very entertaining and the story is completely horrible in a good way. So I think that those two would be the ones that I'm looking forward to. Have you? played spelunky in regards no i have not i think you would really enjoy that one as well it's it's in a similar vein uh it's you know each level as you go through you know it's it's a you know different every single time there's traps galore uh you know it's basically traps it's basically two hit kill and you're done and you got to start all the way over but in this one like because i played the binding isaac too and i I haven't beaten that one, but I, I like those games. They're just they're fun. There's that's kind of my mindless ones, like Adam, like you talk about, where you can kind of, in a, in a sense, turn your brain off and just kind of play. Even though these, I guess, require a little more focus because you could die so quickly or easily. But yeah, like you could just start all over, and you're not like it's like okay, you know, I just I could just kind of play it, and I'm it's cool, and I'm not really thinking twice about it. Uh, Spelunky is like that, where it's like it's basically like 16 levels overall in total, but like you it's impossible i've never gotten to the end never beaten it i've gotten to the last level like a couple times but i'm done by that time and as you get through like the first four you can kind of you can you get a shortcut so you can start on the next one but you if you want to truly beat the game like get to the actual finish and everything you have to go through it the whole way without you know taking the shortcut so it's it's fun shouldn't have told me that yeah (laughs) but like it's like that wall will suffer uh uh, yeah uh (laughs) in difference of like the binding of isaac you can kind of collect stuff as you go and collect some coins and stuff and then like when you start over you can buy some upgrades you know at least to get you begin to get you started they don't have that in spelunky you buy you get it in the game and you can you collect some coins and there if you get lucky you can there's a shopkeep that shows up and you can buy Mm -hmm. something or you can collect you know you might stumble across something but if you don't get it, you're fucked. That you get what you get, and that's it. Um, so that it's, sounds like life. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and what's really fun is you can rob the shopkeeper and he shoots you with a shotgun. So if you can if you can get away from him, like you got a shot, you know, to actually steal something if you wanted to or kill him. Uh, but you got to be very careful. But like, yeah, that game is frustratingly entertaining because you could you know you got a few different a couple bombs and a couple ropes. Um, but it's like that level of ridiculous difficulty, but just fun as shit, you know? And like somewhat like one level will be like completely dark. Like you'll, at the beginning, it'll be like, oh, it's dark in here. And you just got a torch in your hands and you can light up some, you know, different torches around, but otherwise it's like dark and you got to find your way to the exit. And it's like, son of a bitch. Like if you get that one, that's my bread and butter. It's, I think I would enjoy that. (laughs) I would highly recommend it. They just came out with the second one. Uh, Spelunky two just got released recently. Um, oh, I've, I've only played it once, uh, but I need to get into it. But it's on Steam or the PC, and I'm not sure when, but it is coming out for Switch at some point, too. They are releasing it for Switch, so keep an eye out. All, All right. right, I can break Larissa's Switch. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a god damn it <laughs> type of game, but 
but it's fun. I mean, those are I you know if you can deal with them, they're they're entertaining. And you yeah, like you oh, said, you definitely get your money's worth because you just you starting over again. It's like damn it, I got so close this time. I'm gonna that's it. I'm doing it again. I know how to get through this. <laughs> but every level is gonna different be different, this time. so it's not gonna be the same. So. <laughs> Uh, no, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's. I highly recommend that one when it comes to those types of those types of games. That one's great. I appreciate it. Um, but as far as what's out now, Crash Bandicoot Four, um, I'm with you on that one too. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I just recently purchased the Insane Trilogy on the Switch to get some platforming in because I was finished with my Mario's and everything. And it's like, I need another kind of platformer, fun little, you know, old school game. And those ones are always great. You know, those are so fun to play. And yeah, the remastered versions are nice, but it's obviously not level, you know, the, the new tech level. So it'll be pretty cool to see what they do with this one. And, uh, you know, I'm in the same way. Ratchet and Clank is one of the top games. I love those games. So these are just in that same vein of, Fun, goofy storylines, good platformer. Um, so yeah, definitely looking forward to that as well. Yeah, I was I was looking in to see what the difference is because I not every game for this March release is like this, but there's a lot of the it came out early for PlayStation Four or it came out technically late PlayStation Four and PS Five is just coming out and now it's officially a PlayStation Five game. Uh, there's a couple of those or like the next gen games this is one of them and i was just interested to see like what's the difference between the playstation 4 and the playstation 5 versions and it mainly it's that it well it looks even better on your new system and that it uh, it processes faster i have noticed i don't know about you guys with playing games on ps5 i haven't played a ton but things noticed. load sig- yeah, I know you haven't. <laughs> you don't even know what it's like to use a Switch yet. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, I don't belong on this podcast. To be <laughs> I should be in that boat. Okay, I'm new. I'm new to the game. Uh, anyway, for the the PlayStation Five games in general, what I've played, everything loads pretty fast and like surprisingly fast. Um, and that's one of the big things. And then I saw there really isn't much changes between what came out on PlayStation Four besides like. Uh, some extra stuff to get that secret ending they have apparently, but you really only get that if you're trying to beat it on the extremely difficult level. Um, so there's things like the hidden gems and stuff and anything else. So it's not like it's changed any. It's going to look better and probably run better is the main focus. So that would be fun to give a try. I don't think I'm buying it right away, only because I know I wouldn't have time to play it anyway, but I will probably have it on my list as a here people for Christmas or something. Buy this. I'll play it or I'll see it half off some point of the year and I'll just buy it from my phone and get that thing downloaded from the app because it's fancy now. Oh, look at you. I I sit there and I see my phone tells me, hey, guess what? Madden updated. And I'm like, you're goddamn right it did. And then I get down there and play. God. Insufferable. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Well, see what else you got, Adam. I know you put another one on this list. You're talking about Are you breaking up a little bit on us? What else did I? Oh, the same thing as Crash. Like the remaster is officially now PlayStation 5 and I think it was 
was it Xbox? Probably both. I don't know why you would just do one or not the other. Yeah, um, next gen consoles. That's yeah. True. So it coming out again, gonna take your money again, you know. It won't. I got it for the I got uh, it on I got it on Steam when it came out because it's awesome. And it actually is really cool to play. It's awesome yeah, to play yeah. one and two with the new graphics and they upgraded a few things, you know, to make it you know, just a lot nicer to play. And it's like, man, this is so cool. I remember all this stuff and it was so fun. That's one of those mindless I games am- you can just go in there and mess around for a while. That's the ultimate mindless game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really is until you realize you've been on like a sick combo and then you're all of a sudden back in it and then you fuck it up. That's that's how that game <laughs> You is. do what? How dare you, sir? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You uh, mess it up. God. It back in. What does it matter you with you? I expect terror. that type of language at Denny's, but not here. Yes. Definitely had a Denny's. Usually it's, fuck, this sausage is raw. (laughs) Oh, gross. Anyway. um, They have good hash Most games I didn't buy because of, like, the the next-gen upgrade at some point. Um, So this was one of those I didn't get anyway. I probably would pick it up now. Again, it's when Finding Time. I saw what was the other one I saw in there? Avengers officially coming out for the next gen. You know, you want to play that again, Dan. <laughs> oh, Wait, yeah. if you really, really, really want to try and play that game, I would highly not recommend it. But there is a rumor that it may be starting to be released for free. So <laughs> wait for that because so they make it on microtransactions instead. Uh, like that's that's yeah. they make that uh, yep. Money? Yep. Yep. Yep, because you're gonna want Spider-Man. It was you're gonna want Spider-Man and fucking who? Hawkeye? Yeah, I can't wait. Shoot some fucking arrows. Sorry, Lady. Hell yeah, that's the best superhero. I've got super accuracy. (laughs) (laughs) Can't take me. Uh, 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 Robin Hood. Couldn't even protect his whole family from working flying. What a bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, where's your family now? <laughs> Poor Hawkeye. Uh, and then he gets all dark, and he's like, my name's Ronan, or whatever. You know? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, what a way to get a whole comic storyline fit into about two minutes of plot. Perfect. Uh, don't worry, he's getting his own show. You'll get to learn more. Oh. <sighs> Didn't they already have, like... No, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Uh, we'll carry on. We'll not even try. For me... <laughs> hey. Hey. hey though. Just like Hawkeye. Didn't WandaVision, though. I said last week, I was like, we should do, like, a what you watching, because we probably are watching more than we're playing. And uh, I did watch WandaVision. That was... I enjoyed it. Uh, I did not like that at all. You did? It was incredibly boring. Like, oh my god. Well, I only watched like the first two episodes, but I was like, oh, you can't rate it. Only watch two episodes, not a nine. Okay, if you you can't get me interested, I didn't actually watch it, but man, was that terrible. It was fucking. The first episode is unwatchably slow. It's so boring. It doesn't make any sense until you get to episode four. That's the part I didn't didn't like because it was like, what, what is going on? Oh, this is what's going on. And then they take every episode to explain one small piece of what's going on to finally conclude it. So, like, agreed, it's not great. 
I did enjoy it because I needed a... I haven't had a Marvel fix in what feels like since Avengers Endgame, because I'm not counting Spider-Man. I didn't even care to go see it, and I eventually watched it. Uh, Avengers Endgame. And I was like, you know, I haven't seen Marvel in a while. This reminds me of what it's like to go into a movie theater. And then we powered through the whole season in one day, because it says 40 minutes, but they're really 20-minute episodes. It's 10 minutes of bullshit on the front end and back end of every episode. Yeah. Intro. And Drew, you can't be on your phone and just chime in to talk shit. Like you got to participate <laughs> in the conversation. He doesn't watch Marvel. What's her? Who, who says I can't? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, we can we can save it. We can do Marvel talk next week. I'm I'm down with that. We can talk on uh, division. Drew's gonna have a problem with yeah. that one though. Uh, so no, that's fine. But, no, I, uh, too. It's terrible. Because I agree. I finished Mandalorian, so hey. we could do Disney Plus talk. Well, let's do Just Disney Plus. Anything on Disney Plus? Watch it. A lot of Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can do it. We can do it next week. We we'll talk Disney it. Plus. Because yeah, you're, I got some. Uh, I got you're some... just starting your Disney Plus addiction, Adam. <laughs> That's what? So you're just starting your Disney Plus addiction. I can this I... now four months. Oh my god. I think I have uh, Nemo memorized frame by frame at this point. Oh, shit. He loves Nemo, and I gotta sit there and watch it and be like, man, they had kids watching this? This shit's sad. And then it's like, Welcome to Disney Disney movie. Every Disney Pixar movie crushes you at the beginning. Crushes you. You start watching all these, and you're like, oh, my God. How did the parents get through watching this with their kids? I mean, it started with well, Bambi dying. It, the parents are like, oh, yeah. my God. Well, it's always a parent dying or and the then, end of something beautiful. Yeah. It's just somebody, like, oh, Jesus, man, come on. Somebody right? Except for Ooh. Cars. That one sucked. Oh. Yeah, it was the first time I ever watched it. I wasn't really paying attention. I was just kind of like, okay, cool. He seemed uh, to like little, and then he fell asleep, so I was like, maybe he didn't like it. <laughs> oh no, he damaged the road and got arrested and had to repave it and did a shit job and was forced to do it again. What a lesson. Wow. <laughs> That's uh... And then oh. they made four more, whatever. <laughs> and then they made planes for whatever reason, which was, was just garbage. <laughs> Man, yeah. here you go, audience. Yeah. Here's your preview Wait a minute. next week. <laughs> All right, yeah. We Tune got in it. next week, episode 27, Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus and Pixar. Hey, you know what? The At least for me, you. it wasn't the sad stuff. Even when you guys were kids, it was just all the hidden sex stuff in all the cartoons. Like, the parents got oh. it. They figured it out. Oh, hell yeah. The way Nala looked at Simba, that awakened that inner furry. Oh. Pinned you again. All yeah, right. you did. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We got to talk Lola Bunny next week. Put that on the list. Oh, okay, hey. well, that's I'm just a given. Now. I'm hey, Space it. Jam 2 is coming out, yeah, man. LeBron that's and Space where my Jam. Not watching. Short shorts came in. Like, I want right, to watch LeBron. Oh, everything I say. Yeah. LeBron. You got to worry about this. We don't want you to talk about old Disney and their anti Semitism. We're all right. Uh, for me, the crows we're talking black talk. people. Let's get back into this here. March releases. Uh, I'm going to tie this one into, I'm going to tie this one back to uh, the chairshot.com. This was a game I've been waiting for for a while called Retromania. And it finally came out. Technically, it was the end of February. Um, but at the end of this week, uh, the release for the console versions is coming out. So I think it still counts. So 
This is the technical sequel to WrestleFest. For those that remember WrestleFest in the arcades, I think Drew and Adam might remember it well because it was one of the games we played when we went to uh, the arcade. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Think of the think you of that game. Again. Think of that game. <laughs> you see how I'm multitasking? I'm checking my phone <laughs> and listening and contributing all at the same time. Think of Bye. that game, but upgrade updated for <laughs> some new wrestlers. Uh, it's it's. Uh, more towards the NWA for those wrestling fans. If you know the NWA, it's it's geared more towards that. It's got a few of those guys in there, um, but a lot of mixes. What's that? <clears throat> Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I, I said fuck the police. NWA. <laughs> Not that group. <laughs> <laughs> but I like your spirit. Uh, <laughs> But like Nick Aldis, uh, especially in there, and then a couple of like the old school guys, like Stevie Richards, and actually Johnny John Morrison, Johnny Nitro is in there. Legion of Doom, the old old tag team like that, if you know them. But real fun game. I've played just a couple times so far, um, but it seems like it's pretty fun so far. A lot of people were complaining that it's difficult, that it's over the top too difficult. Uh, maybe on some of the difficulty levels, but I I'm playing on the normal one, and it seems normal to me so I, i'm not sure what everybody's complaining about unless they patched it already and i didn't see it so uh it's really fun it's just Bunch a fun little uh, right you know they want everything Baby easy bitches. everybody's too hot. You know, dark can't souls too hot. can't be all dark souls oh i'm racist all right then. uh <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't racist i was mimicking babies uh but if you're looking oh, okay. for if you're looking for like an arcade wrestling game on the console, um, buy this one and don't buy Battlegrounds. That's all I gotta say. Smart. <laughs> it's cheaper and it's much more entertaining and fun than that piece of crap. So, but does it have think, microtransactions? I think uh, so far no. <laughs> I think Battlegrounds is free on one of the packs on PlayStation, like either the PS Plus or PS Now. I think you're right. I think, I think it just got released. On one of those now. Yeah, I think it yeah. just got on the PS Plus. I think it just released as a free game now. So I still wouldn't recommend so there it. There you go. <laughs> as sad as that is, don't waste your space <laughs> on your console for that yeah. game. You don't have a lot. Don't waste it. Yeah, especially if you want to play with other characters because, yeah. Microtransactions up the ass if you want to play with those guys. Uh, are you going to get this for Switch? Or are you going to get it for something else? So I got it on, I, I bought it on Steam, uh, Retromania. I got it on Steam so I could play it on the PC. Um, it, is, it is going to be available for Switch. I think it gets released tomorrow for the consoles for Switch. So um, yeah. I, I went ahead and got it for for Steam anyway. As, though, as much as I'd like to be able to sit on the couch and kind of jam away on it. Eh, I don't know. Maybe I couldn't wait. Maybe I'll buy it again. I don't know. The Switch is beautiful. Yeah, well, see, eventually you're going to be like, oh, it's on sale. Oh, I could play from my couch if I just buy it. Okay, I'm going to buy it. Yeah, that's probably what will (laughs) happen. Especially if it's like one of these games where you don't have to, you know, you're not upgrading to like buy new characters or, you know, downloading new characters or you know, any of that kind of stuff where you're saving a, a long story or something like that, where it's just basically an arcade game, wherever you play it, it's generally going to be the same thing. So I wouldn't mind having it on two different consoles if I did, but yeah, I would certainly wait for 
if you're gonna do that, I would definitely wait for a sale. I'm not paying full price twice for for that kind of game. How much was this game? Uh, thirty thirty bucks. Like an actual full price game. It was thirty bucks. Thirty bucks on on Steam. So. Seems to be about right. Usually, you get full prices in yeah. Yes. Say yes. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Broke. You broke up there. Sorry. I don't know. I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was wondering I said, if it was either, just me. <laughs> you either pay. You either pay seventy or you pay half price, or you pay thirty, depending on the type of game. Yeah. Now Dan's face said it all. He was just like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Good We're point. a video podcast. I was told that a lot by uh, the phenomenal AJB. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, before we get into the next one, our next group, we're gonna play some commercials here before we get into what you're playing. So as Sean takes his little break, we watch him walk out the door. And he closed it on us. All right. We'll be back. No, we won't. Commercials aren't playing. That's not good. We're not going to leave. What the hell with you guys? Why wouldn't this work? Well, nope. This, this podcast is going to be brought to you by us. Yeah. Brought to you by uh, nothing. Captain Morgan and Cherry Schnapps. Cherry Schnapps? Mm-hmm. Cherry Both our viewers yeah. must be thrilled. Well, that one works. That's Where a good you? mix. It's a delicious mix. Damn it. This is the time we should have had the margarita bottle. I would have just read that and said we were sponsored. Heard what it says on the label. Try and get us to get a, get us a sponsor from Kirkland's and Costco. That'd be nice. Margarita mix. Oh, it's cool. delicious. And while this is loading, that would uh, be nice. You know, Do you think they could give us like. Samples or a free bottle if right. we pushed it. So I've been that's what I've been trying for for like 260 episodes of the DWI podcast, and we haven't gotten anything yet. So mm. you know, damn it, I'm not really sure. Oh, that's why because the volume's all the way down. Here, let's try oh. this again. Uh, I was gonna say I got a great idea. Samples after dark. Call me Costco because that you should have normal <laughs> samples, and then after dark. That's when you get the booze samples out. Like total wine samples. And then you're going to watch how their liquor sales go if they ever do that. Yeah. I'm just telling you. I like that. Samples Call of wine Cos- and booze. Mr. Mr. Uh, Jim Costco, give me a call. I'm, I'm available. Now a word from my God, our sponsor. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy King Killer telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out. TheChairShot.com.
Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, as Drew strips, Sean disappears. Yep. We want to know what you're playing, Adam. <laughs> hey, what you playing? Uh, my new uh, top five hardest boss, number Uh-oh. one on the list, Tom Nooks, the ringleader of Animal Crossing, whatever. New I Horizons. have no idea who that is. Yeah. So He's a douche. This, this fucking scheme of a game. Uh, boy, do they get you! It's so we were talking resource stuff earlier, and all this is all this game is is you get you go to a desert island and it's resource gathering, and you you just keep collecting your resources so that you can get bells, which is the currency, so that you can pay for the next thing from Nook Inc., who is what shipped you off to this place. So it's everything. It's not just and i'm addicted it's me to the point where i'm logging in every day just so i can get my damn bonus because i log in every day <laughs> and i can play it on the switch so like literally the kid falls asleep with my wall exactly <laughs> and exactly. All, all the mario all mario stuff that we, I shit around where I was like, I was like, yeah, I might fuck with that. I did. I have all of it. All of it. I have. My house is Mario. <laughs> I even am dressed like Mario. <laughs> oh boy. It's it what? is addicting. I get why it, kids like it. Uh, I don't think people my age necessarily like it, but I do. Well, you obviously it is like addicting. It. Fucking, I'm addicted. He's got me hooked. That bastard. Every time he's like, hey, you just paid off your last. Two hundred thousand dollar 
bells uh, for making your house a little bigger. Hey, how about we give you another room? And this time you owe us 350,000 bells. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I want that other room. <laughs> Otherwise, why am I playing this? I could put a pool table in there. Take it. So sell me, yeah, on, sell me, sell me on this game. Why? Why is this so addicting? Why is this fun? Why are you playing this kind of game? So one actual fun little side game that they have is um, there's an art dealer, and it's real pieces of art from like us, uh, but each the of them world? they're us humans, me? and oh, um, me basically there's a fake in each of them and you have to kind of look at it and say what which one is the real deal and which one has obviously been you know faked and so it'll be like a statue and you know it's holding a book and it's like well that's not what he was holding in the actual statue so you kind of have to look at the art and figure out like what's wrong with it and it's kind of a fun little mini game as far as you know testing your cultural knowledge Okay. Like I know it sounds stupid, but it's it's actually kind of fun because he's like, "Look at all these pieces I have," and you walk around and you're like, "I don't, I don't think that's right," so I'm not gonna buy it. And that's like, do you get bells and stuff or whatever the currency is if you do those mini games and stuff? Is that what that's all about? Uh, it's about not wasting your money. Like if uh. you want to buy the artwork and have it in your house, it's like you want to make sure it's the real deal. So he'll have you know four or five pieces, and you look at them, and it's things that you've seen in textbooks, you've seen, you know, references in, you know, popular culture, you know, like the Mona Lisa, and you'll look at it, and it's like something doesn't seem right about that, and so, you know, you you always want to try and buy the right piece, but it kind of tests your knowledge as to. Does it really look like that, or did something else get I changed? I remember it? the Mona Lisa having a boob hanging out. <laughs> so, hmm. But that's the one I'm going to buy. Well, I was going <laughs> to ask, yeah, like, what if you want to buy all what the fakes? If you want a fake. Yeah. I mean, if you want the fake, buy the fake. But it, it's just, it's little things like that that make the game kind of entertaining. Okay. I mean, like I said, he's an art dealer, and you can tell he's kind of a skeezy bastard, but he does occasionally have the real deal and it's you know it's just kind of fun to to test yourself as far as yeah. hey what, what doesn't look right about this well because to me in that hip to... hippo uh, rug dealer mm-hmm. don't, don't look at that bitch you let you let her keep wandering you come around <laughs> next time because to me from what i've seen at this game excuse me is that it's basically from what i can tell it sounds like a game it's in a similar sense to like a satisfactory or, or not, maybe not to that sense, but like, you know, you're just, you're out there and you're, you go farming and you're just, all you're doing all day is just picking your shit and then plant new stuff. And then that's the game and that's it. Well, it, I don't want to play that kind of game, but it, it's, it's so popular. Surprisingly fun. What else do you like? Is there more to this game than just that? Because it sounds fun. It is so. It, it is. It is resource gathering, and that's why, like, I joke. Like, uh, Tom Nooks knows what he's doing when he sends you out here and makes you pay for, for your trip, and then pay him every next step. So there's like, there is progression. Otherwise, you just are mindlessly picking stuff for what? Like, what are you? Why are you playing the game then? So like, people like if you keep getting bigger and bigger houses, then you unlock the next step. Then you can start jumping from the section and section of your own island to get different resources you unlock, and like. 
it all unlocks like as you progress it unlocks the next thing you can do so like you're gathering resources for yourself you're trying to sell it you're trying to build up your island because like the uh the ultimate goal is to get uh the singer to your island to perform because then you've you've hit the top but anyway Who's you're like everything you do is it michael Bublé? something oh. I can't remember his last name it's a master uh, singer but like it's all so it is resource gathering there's different types of resources you gather you're basically getting sticks or wood or plants or your fruits that you start with fish and then you eventually like oh you can get fossils because there's fossils found oh that means you could get a museum here and then you collect all the shit you can so you can get a museum belt built you collect as many of different types so you can get your store built up. The whole goal to like keep building your island and make it eventually get to a point. I think you unlock terraforming, I think is what's called. I don't remember. But like then you can kind of redo your whole island and make it like I don't know if you've seen people's, but it's like, like all creative as possible where they like make it all sectioned off as cool as they want with all kinds of shit. Like it turns into you want to have a, people to come to your island to to like see how awesome it is I think that's what i heard so uh, i got resources to get cool shit. So, like there's parts that i really enjoy and i what i like about it and why i'm addicted to it is that i could play for five minutes just to get my stupid daily bonus or i'll sit there and i'll play like what for four or five hours like i there's like any in between there's no like i thinking zelda i started playing and like to really get into it you I had to play for a couple hours. You can't just play for like five minutes and I can't always play for more than five minutes. So like, that's why Animal Crossing has been fun. Uh, obviously I didn't intend to play it and that's all I play, but that is it. And I have every day for, I don't know, they stop tracking how many days in a row at seven. They just start saying you've been on seven plus days. So I should probably look into that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, kind of another, Another interesting facet about it is it tracks real time. So during Halloween, all of a sudden pumpkins start showing up and you have to kind of go around the island and, you know, set up for a Halloween party. And then Thanksgiving comes around and you've got to get everybody in the town to get to like a big feast. Christmas comes around and you've got to get presents for everybody and it's snowing. So it, it kind of tracks real time as you play and it will update and all of a sudden everything looks completely different um, as far as like what celebrations are going on. And there's, you know, birthdays and shit like that. And I mean, it sounds strange, but it's it's actually kind of a, a really cool mechanic in the game is that, like I said, as as the seasons progress, the game will actually change and what you have to do for yeah. special occasions. So for Valentine's Day, there's, you know, obviously one thing. Um, I haven't watched Larissa play it recently, but um, yeah, it's it's just kind of cool that, you know, the game changes as the seasons change. And so it, it keeps itself relevant as far as, hey, if I check in, what's going on? And it'll be something that's relevant to what's about to happen in real life. So it's, it's pretty interesting in that aspect. And you can, you can, you can, you don't have to, but you can link it to like your time zone and stuff. So like when I'm playing at night, it's night in the game and it's matched exactly like my time, our time zone and like the time of the day, the past two days, I don't want to say it's, it was supposed to be this way. It could be coincidence, but it's been raining. It's raining in the game. I never had it rain in the game yet. So it's like, 
it's matching like what's kind of going in the area, which when you think about it, it it's just tracking you anyway. So whatever, track me. I'm planning crossing. Uh, but I, I really like that part of it. And then traveling to other islands, like this is where if you have a lot of friends playing it, you you share each other's like island codes. You go back and forth. You give each other resources that the other might not have. Um, and like with what Sean's saying about like certain times of the day or night depends on what kind of insects bugs or fish you can find so like which increases rarity which means more bells or uh you go to different islands you get the different fruit and stuff you can plant that you don't have so you can increase and then it's a higher value on your island because it's not naturally there so like there's things and it tells you different times like things are active and like certain times of the year so it legit follows the seasons if there's a fish that's only active that you can only potentially find four months of the year you aren't going to find it playing the game the other six months. So, like, if you need it for something, for some reason, you have to get it. And that's where then it comes into time where, like, right now, how I have it, you're playing it as it goes time-wise. I think eventually you can unlock or you can buy in some way a, like, time-rewinding um, aspect to it. Like, you can you can log in and then you can go to a different time to get whatever it was you were trying to find or look for instead of waiting till it naturally comes up again uh there's a lot of people who don't do that they're called the purists of animal crossing refuse to uh <laughs> do the diversity to get whatever one thing it is they need uh, you know it's all about hey now i've collected 99 percent of these resources for or these animals for the museum i need to get that last one you know and then you get crazy about it so it I totally get the appeal why, like, this is a perfect game for kids. They don't need to understand everything going on. But they created a game that also, like, can hook on someone like our age and find a reason to want to play this, not just, oh, this is some kid's game. Like, we had we had that meeting where the, the when he started saying uh, we had Alvin and the Chipmunks going where one of our coworkers sounded like Alvin and the Chipmunks, and then the other coworker is just like, well, it sounds like the game my daughter's playing, and I almost cut in to be like, because I'm playing the same game. Because <laughs> <laughs> they sound like, it, they're just like babbling back and forth. I haven't listened to it in a while, because that was waking my kid up, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to play this game much longer if I'm the one waking the kid up, so mute it is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, long story short, it, it is a really entertaining game. I mean, I was kind of surprised because um, my sister-in-law played it, uh, or stepsister-in-law played it, um, like, way back in the day, the original one on the GameCube, and I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? You know, let me pop in my <laughs> GTA Vice City and go to town. Yeah. Um, but watching Larissa play, I was like, this this is actually pretty cool. Like, surprisingly enough, it looks like something I'd sit down and just, you know, mindlessly go through and capture shit and build things and sell things and hate fucking Tom because he is an asshole. Yeah. But, uh... Top boss ever. You're never <laughs> no. going to defeat him. There's always something more he's going to be like, hey, but if you want this, you know where to come back to. It's like, fuck yeah. you, Tom. Yeah, I do want <laughs> yeah, no matter how much money you have, you're spending it at the company store. Like, that's basically the, the end-all, be-all of it. It just all goes right back to him, and it's like, all right, asshole. <laughs> nice. All right. Anywho. Uh, Drew? Here we go. Animal Crossing. Uh, I just finished Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. 
Ah, congratulations! Um, and I finished the DLC as well, Frozen Wilds. Frozen Wilds. So, um, are we are out of spoiler territory? Am I holding back spoilers for anybody on this? No. Uh, Uh, No, you can't. I (laughs) could. I have it. I'll play it eventually. I'm not caring if you spoil it. I won't. Maybe, probably won't even remember what you say. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not super spoilers that I'm going to talk about, but man, uh, Dan, the, I mean, it is definitely a slow burn. You were right on that. Like it, it takes a while for you to start really understanding what's going on in the game. But, uh, once you do, it's a really cool story and, uh, you start getting really kind of invested in the character. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. I'm trying not to spoil things too far, but, um, but I tell you, uh, the Frozen Wilds, that was a really cool DLC. Uh, I had really debated whether to go through and complete that DLC before I completed the game or after. Uh, luckily, if you complete the game, uh, it just it you can open a save file that reverts it right back to before you, right before you started that final mission. So uh, I did that because I just wanted to end up actually finishing the game before I went back into the DLC. But uh, it sucked me right back in to go and do the DLC. The DLC was pretty good. Uh, it's fairly long. I don't know, probably 10 or 20 hours or something like that of DLC. I thought it was well worth it. Um, it's, man, I think it had some of the, definitely some of the hardest animals or uh, monsters mm-hmm. in the game. Uh, those the fire claws, man. Uh, they, uh, they would be... Unfortunately, I hadn't faced them yet before uh, last week's podcast, but they would have been on the <laughs> podcast for sure as one of the most uh, intense uh, bosses. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but thankfully, by that point, uh, I had finished the, first, the, the original game. And uh, Dan, I don't know if you did. Did you get the power armor? I was going to ask if you went through and got the ancient armor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to get the power cells. Is- Man, that is you are OP when you get that. Mm-hmm. Like you are basically invincible. Um, what it does is it effectively adds a shield to your armor, and the shield has to deplete before you start taking damage. Um, but there, it's a pretty large shield, and you can actually recharge while you're still in combat. So you just have to kind of avoid getting hit for a couple of seconds, and the shield re, re yeah, you know, it'll regenerate. So. Yep. I mean, you're yeah. basically invincible. I stumbled across that. Um, I don't remember which one I was going through, but then I ended up stumbling into the cavern where it was, and I'm like, what is this shit? And then yeah. I actually had a couple of the power cells already, didn't realize what they were for until then. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. And then uh, I actually looked up, because I'm like, did I miss any? Because I probably missed yeah. them. And realized that I did, um, but you can get them later in the game and then you can't get the last one until towards the end anyway so i was like okay well god i didn't really necessarily lose out but yeah that that was a game changer (laughs) yeah that that last one is that gaia prime which is right i mean that's probably one of the last three three. missions like three big missions so um yeah you didn't really miss out i i did the same thing as soon as i found the first power cell uh it I think when I found the first one, it added a mission to my queue to go to where you use them. And that's right. I went there and I was like, 
well, damn, I need a bunch more. Where are these things? And then that's when I was like, oh, I need to look this up and find them. And it's, they're definitely, they're, they're collectibles that you can kind of find in each of the main, or not each, but in main missions. So they're not like hidden around the world. They're actually inside of the main missions that you're taking part in. Uh, you just might have to go a little bit out of your yeah. way to find them. You take uh, a so left really instead doing of going only... straight or something, you know. Right. <laughs> or, yeah, some of them are pretty well hidden. Like you have to turn around. Like you go down a zip line and the marker is saying, keep going forward. And you actually have to turn around and look behind you. Yeah. There's stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's they're on them. They're in the missions. So, it, you know, it's, it's actually helpful to kind of know where they are before you start the missions. Just so you don't lose them because it's not that rewarding to be like, oh, yeah, I found them all. Um, you just really want them <laughs> because yeah. that armor is amazing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's it's. It was super cool to go through that that game. Uh, so it's from 2017, 17. I think. Yep. And uh, man, does it hold up today? I mean, it. I think one of the questions I'd asked you, Dan, before I started playing was like, "Oh, the graphics bad?" I, and you were like, "No, they look great." And man, yeah, they look amazing. Um, you know, I think what I was worried about it because I had watched a a video on it. And I think my internet connection was crap, so the video looked like shit. So I thought that was how the game would look. But, uh, man, the graphics hold up like crazy. It's really good. And uh, the sequel gets released hopefully this year. So that is super awesome. Uh, it originally was supposed to release in, in February, uh, I think. But now it is saying Q3 or Q4 of 2021. Uh, thank you, COVID. So uh, hopefully that just means they're going to finish the game. I think, you know, I am. I was very happy with the first game. It was... It was great. Uh, I had no complaints about you know bugs or anything not working, so I fully expect that the the sequel will be the same. Uh, it's called Forbidden, Forbidden West. West. Yep. Yeah. We're going to California, baby. San Francisco. Is that is that what it is? That's the yeah. That's the general location is in the San Francisco area because they show they do show in the if you watch one of the trailers you can see the. Uh, the Golden Gate Bridge kind of destroyed okay. in the background there and everything. So, yeah, I guess they're they're moving west into into California. I'm not sure how so, vast the low area is, yeah. but I think that's the general location, at least the San Francisco area. the The first one takes place in Montana. Um, that I don't think is explicitly stated throughout the main game, but in the Forbidden or sorry, in the uh, Frozen Wilds. Uh, you visit a place that it very explicitly states like you're in you're in Yellowstone, so I think it must be um, a combination because I think the part of it's in Utah as well. I think the main base was Utah, wasn't it? Oh, really? So I think it might have been a a combination of the both locations. Except for Ben West, you know, if you if you okay. know the game and know the map, that was more on the top, you know, northeast of the map. Or not Forbidden West. <laughs> I'm talking about the other game. The Frozen Wilds. Uh, the Frozen Wilds was in the northeast of the map. Yeah. Um, and I think there's some point in the beginning they mentioned Utah or Salt okay. Lake or something like that where is the like the main base was. Hmm. Okay. I didn't realize that. That's yeah. good to know. Yeah. So. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, all the, I know is definitely the Frozen Wilds is in Yellowstone. So. Yeah, yeah, the DLC was yeah in Yellowstone. Um, um, that's cool. Yeah, for me, like yeah, I I just finished it a couple weeks ago too, and um, 
I, I would say the only thing was, I think the ending battle what, to me was a little lackluster. Um, it was, it was a machine that she, for in a sense, had already faced before. Um, they just added yeah. a couple of different elements to it, and uh, you know, see, did you? Th- I mean. Did you think that, so, I mean, I don't, we're not spoiling anything. So it's a Deathbringer, right? And that's what you have to take down at the, at the end. Mm-hmm. And I felt like you faced a Deathbringer like halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. That one that was mining up in the far, like north, like upper left corner. Uh, and like, I feel like that one took like three shots to take down. And then all of a sudden, this one at the end of the game, <laughs> you're sitting there and fighting it for a half hour. Yeah. So, I don't I think, know really what happened there. Yeah, I don't know what they did with the first one because yeah, it was like they were just teasing you with what this thing is or whatever. Because then you fight it later, and it's like yeah. this thing's a beast to take down. I think maybe mm-hmm. you know with the with the story of uh, Hades and like the you know them bringing back the ancient uh, machines, yeah. maybe that was more powerful because it was becoming more alive and taking over more. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it because. Yeah, the first one was like, oh, it's down. Cool, that was easy. Yeah. And then you fight them later oh, on. You you're shoot like, the this radiators. Is, this is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, great. I mean, I thought other than the fight, you know, a great ending to the game and, mm-hmm. you know, the Easter egg at the end, you know, yeah. ties in the, you know, obviously to the sequel Fucking that's coming silence. up. So. so I knew he was a piece of shit, too, man. Well, he's a piece of shit from the beginning. Uh, Who's the actor that plays him? Why can't I think of his name? Oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe you can look that up first. <laughs> um, the it's yeah, it, it was a fantastic ending. And really, what I thought was really nice was that the side missions you played throughout the game actually helped you at the ending. So if you the more side missions you completed, the more kind of companions you had there fighting alongside of you at the end. And uh, I really tried to go all out on completing a lot of the side missions and stuff on this game. And like at the end, I almost felt like part, part of the final boss is like you're, you're fighting this Deathbringer, but then every couple minutes they throw in a ton of other machines that kind of come in to help it. And what was nice was because I had so many people there from all of these side missions, like companions that I've met along the way, I basically never had to worry about any of the, extra machines i was like constantly focused on the deathbringer they were taking out all the rest of the machines so i thought that was really a cool way to do it uh and it really made me feel like man if i hadn't done any of that stuff this would be a much harder fight than it is yeah so i wondered about that too maybe that was part of the reason i was like yeah this is kind of lackluster finish because i had i had done the same thing and i had a lot of allies there that were helping take down those extra machines Mm -hmm. uh the, the couple times that they didn't and the machines got to me, I got a little pissed. Like, you, this is what you guys are supposed to do. You're, you're supposed to be taking care of these <laughs> other job. guys, you bastards. Um, <laughs> and maybe that might have been the difference is, like, if I didn't have done all those side missions and gotten the allies and stuff, that maybe that would have been a little more difficult because you would have definitely had to focus more on those other machines that were coming as opposed to just being able to kind of circle around the yep. Deathbringer and take them down. But... <laughs> Uh, Lance Reddick, just so we have the name out there, is is the actor who yeah. plays him uh, from The Wire, or maybe John Wick. You might know him from. So, yeah. And I his, mean, you, he's his character yeah, looks just like him too. And, like <laughs> it does. Yeah. It just looks just like him. I was looking so, up while you guys were talking, just to be back up. Nice. Thank yeah. you. 
they full on scanned him into this game. Yeah, they did. They really did. <laughs> it's it's amazing. Like when I first saw him, I'm like, holy shit! Like that's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I was playing, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And now I'm in one of those uh, places where we all hate to be as gamers, where I'm in between games, and I don't really, I don't know. It's like it's always hard. I feel like to start a new game sometimes, especially if it's not there's nothing sitting there waiting that you're like you just can't wait to play. So now I have mm-hmm. to try to think of there's there's a ton in my queue. There's plenty of games that are available, um, but it's one of those things. I just uh, don't know what to start. Yeah. I'm in the same boat there. I well, in a sense, I guess. After Horizon, you know, I you know, I had Immortals, then Horizon kinda of all back to back and I, I made the mistake of kind of starting Cyberpunk in the middle. Um so I need to get back into Cyberpunk, but I wanted to take a little mm. break from any big epics for just a few weeks just to reset my brain. So um, yep. that'll be the next one I jump into because otherwise yeah, I just I've been you know, I'll play a few games of NBA two K in between here and Retromania just came out, so I'll, you know, kind of, you know, mess around on that for a little bit. But as far as the big game goes, I Cyberpunk will be the one I get back into. I just wanted to, I needed to take a, a week or two off from doing anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean? You need a break from, like, being really in the story. Like, that's what it is. You need, like, the, yeah. I can just log into a game and play a little bit. Who cares where I was, what I'm doing? I don't, who cares? Like, versus... Oh yeah. man, if I don't play this for a week, I'm not gonna remember what the hell I was doing, and I'm gonna see like my see. my skill set or some tree and be like, "What the fuck?" I was yeah. not thinking. See, that's that's where I'm thinking. Like, satisfactory, this update couldn't come at a better time because that's a perfect game where I could just pick it up, play for a half hour, an hour, whatever, and then drop it again. And you don't. There's not. There's not a huge like epic story that you have to keep in the back of your mind the whole time. It's just. Mm-hmm. It's something you can just pick up and go. So exactly. Yeah, maybe that's Animal Crossing for me. We'll see. Maybe that'll be my game. Go. I've been. It's when I was sitting sit in front yeah. of the TV. I'll uh, you know I'll bring up the Super Mario 3D World slash Bowser's Revenge thing or whatever and play a couple levels or something just to mess around. But because that's a mindless one you can do. But maybe uh, maybe Animal Crossing. We'll see. We'll see. Sean, you Get got it any? On a deal. You, you might like it. it. Yeah. You got any games here? You're playing right now, or? Um, <clears throat> still working through the uh, the Last of Us two, nice. which is insanely difficult on the hardest difficulty. Mm. It's fucking brutal. I mean, getting one hit by a clicker, getting killed by three fucking bullets. Um, it just oh my god, it's insanely difficult. Um. So I've gotten past, obviously, the prologue, gotten through quite a few missions, but I'm stuck on this one part where uh, you run into a bunch of survivors and four of them dump off into a hallway. And like I said, it's it's a three bullet kill and they will just run straight up to you. And you have a partner um, in Dina and she can do some damage here and there. But um, no, I mean if you don't hit these people in the head in like the first half of a second that you take a shot, you will take a bullet from them. And, um, yeah, 
it's it's oh my god it's so fucking brutal like i'm telling you i'll see him coming down the hall and i pop up to take a shot and if i don't immediately hit them in the head i get shot by another guy and even if i do hit them and it's not in the head they just kind of stumble back and get back into cover and there are two rooms on either side of this thing that they can come down so you have a an ability if you hold r1 that um you can basically hear where they are and it'll glow. So you know exactly where your enemies are and you can see them stand up. You can see them sit down. You know, it's, it's, you can basically just sense where they are and I'll see them stand up and I'm like, pop. And I get shot in the face and it's like, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Every time. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> they got the same, they got the same feature. It's so bad, man. I'm like, why did I pick this? Like, fuck, I should have just gone on easy so I could get through the story. And it's just four guys. To, it's four fucking guys. That. I need to play that. That's, it, I, I played through the first one. I absolutely loved it. But that is a you got to be committed to play, keep playing type game. I Because it's all patience. It's all like strategic how do you survive through level level depending on the enemy versus it's human or you know like you said clickers or whatever else like and then using your that thing when you hit the button and you're like okay this is what's in the room and i gotta judge movement how do i take out one at a time or avoid so that i don't get fucked in this room yeah no, <laughs> i couldn't was... imagine playing that on the hardest level i couldn't imagine yeah. It's, it's hard enough on normal. <laughs> it's fucking stupidly bad. I was like, well, I like Dark Souls, so here we go. Um, but right before this hallway with four armed people that can, like, honestly one-shot you if they hit you in the head, um, there was, like, five zombies. Two of them are eating a person. There's a clicker and then two others that are kind of walking around in a circle. And I had to sit there for 10 minutes and watch him because I was like, okay, their movements aren't random. Like, what the fuck are they doing? And when you finally figure out, it's like, that's that's the time to attack that guy and then get back over here, wait for this guy to go there, sneak around this way to get him. And when it comes to the other two, it's just like, okay, run up and just beat him with a hammer because there's nothing else <laughs> that you can really do about them. You can't really shoot one and then shoot the other. Um but it's, oh my god, it's insanely violent. Like, oh my god, I thought the first one was bad. This one, <laughs> like when you walk up onto a zombie and you grab them and you like jam your knife into their neck and then just like rip it off and it just sprays blood everywhere and it's like, oh wow, they really put a lot of money into this. Like, <laughs> they really made sure to make this just as grotesque as possible. Or when you get uh, shot in the head, like, it, you can see the hole in the temple and you just drop back and it plays that like music and it's like, oh, fuck me. Let's let's go again. <laughs> but the I think, uh, you know what I think what helps with that? It's no multiplayer. They didn't have to spend the money on all the shit for multiplayer, which granted, if that was in there, I probably already bought it because once I start playing that and you get a group of three, well, a group of four, including yourself, once you get a group, that was it. Because we that we'd be playing that all night. We would go twenty four hours no sleep just playing that. Because once you're in a rhythm, you're in it. And oh, I see that. that changed the game for me because I didn't want like I finished the story. I wanted to go back play through it again. I never did because like I only wanted to play multiplayer. So I'm, 
I'm interested to play this because it goes back to I don't even have to think about multiplayer. I just play the story. Um, oh, and the the story is damn damn fucking good. Like I'll put it this way: I actually shed a few tears during it. I was like, you know what? I didn't think that was gonna hit me the way it was, but uh, wow, are the writers fantastic at kind of yeah. drawing you into you know the particular yes. situation. And That's definitely. That's what they do. That's definitely one on my list because I I never played the first one because I didn't have a PS4, ah. but uh, the Last of Us remastered is on PS Plus or PS Now or one of them, so I have that. So I'm contemplating like going through that and then getting two when it goes on sale or something. But I think like listening to what you guys are saying, it sounds like it's amazing, but it also sounds like it's a uh, investment as far as oh. time and emotions. Yeah, no, if yeah. if you're looking for your next big game, you know, something that's not just a time waster and a mindless, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. definitely start with The Last of Us. It's yeah. it's one of the most incredible games I've ever played. And um, it's difficult, but you'd be surprised just how, like, if you can really get down how to aim your gun you can one-shot zombies, like, just shoot them in the head, and it's over. Like, they're dead. But if you try to sit there and, you know, body shot, it's going to take two, three, four bullets to take them down. So there's an element of realism to it in the way that they did their gunplay. Sure. And from what I understand... And you don't have a limited ammo. Oh, you have, have, like... fucking ammo. You have none. You have six shots on you, so you have to get good at aiming and getting through the game, because once you're out, you're out. Good luck figuring out how to get through the level and get on to the next level. And I mean, you, you why it's good? Nice, but... Yeah, <laughs> good luck. That doesn't mean shit. <laughs> uh, why it's so good is like they do draw you. The first, literally, first two minutes of just The Last of Us draws you immediately into the game, and the, like you feel invested in characters that you're just meeting, and then you're following those characters, and then. I obviously don't know much about the second one. I haven't been wanting to look into it because of the fact I don't want to spoil, fully spoil no, stuff. No, like I no spoilers. It because I know I will play it because of how good the first one is. And I think why it shows like people are so addicted to it, why these have been rated so high, because they focus on the story and yeah. then the gameplay is amazing and it looks amazing. And then you, um, and then just like thinking of like HBO, I believe it was, just picked it up as a series. I think it's HBO. Oh, it might not okay. be HBO. But I think HBO just picked it up as a series. And, like, it just shows, like, there's a greater audience for this as well. Because, like, I'm going to tune into that. Like, I have mm-hmm. HBO Max. I'll be watching that. And it's yeah. Pedro Pascal is who they got as nice. Joel. And oh, nice. I, I nice. like Pedro Pascal a lot. Like, anything I've been seeing him in, my first introduction to him was Game of Thrones, which I think is a lot of people's same case. So like that's how I got introduced to him to be like I really like this guy and like I liked his character in the show how he acted and then to get seeing him in more and more stuff he's everywhere he's literally now. carrying Mandalorian he's carrying movies carrying shows look at how well he does it's like Mandalorian he's amazing you don't even yeah. you, you don't see his face right like he's he's Mandalorian and he he doesn't talk a whole lot especially in the first season but like his delivery of simple lines is just like God he's good. And he carried Wonder Woman for me. I would have tuned out if he wasn't even in it. Like, I would have just been like, yeah, I don't give a shit about this movie. Uh, Wonder Woman 84. So, like, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what he does on a take where it's a very serious take, a very serious role that everybody knows. Like, you're going to be critiqued. 
because they know the character just as much as he's going to have to like learn the character and then they're going to be jumping on a shit if it's not good. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm excited he, for that. He, he was good in Narcos as well. Oh, yeah. Narcos, I forgot about so that. Narcos. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I guess just to wrap up, you know, my, my little thing. Um, another cool aspect is the AI for the non-zombies is unpredictable as shit. Like, they'll come in the hallway, you'll stand up, you know, take one shot, duck back down, two of them will go in the room to the right, one of them will come straight at you so that you kind of have to pick, like, okay, who am I going to take? And like I said, you still have a partner the whole time, but she's not totally effective, but she does she does damage them for you. Um, and then the next time you play through, all four of them will come straight down the fucking hallway at you, and it's like, okay. And then the next time, they'll do the thing where two of them are sitting right here, and the other two will split off and come back around the other side, so it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do about this? Because you can't just sit there and, okay, I'm going to time this. When this guy pops out, I'm going to take him. When this guy pops out, I'm going to take him. Like, the AI adapts to whatever you are trying to do to them because, you know, once they pop around that corner and you pop up and you take a shot, they'll scatter, and it's just like, well, that's no good because now they're everywhere and there's no good room to get there. Um, But luckily, at least in one scenario... Uh, he ran up to me and I bashed his face in with a hammer and I was like, cool, one down. And uh, yeah, that didn't help because the other guy had already come around the backside and started shooting me in the back. I was like, oh, crap, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's 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 really engrossing. Um, good story. Fantastic gameplay. The graphics are amazing. Um, I, I would totally recommend that if you want um, like another quote-unquote heavy game to play like it's it's really really good i was kind of surprised at how much i enjoyed it because i super enjoyed the first one and this one is an all-around step up on top of that which is why it got game of the year obviously but uh yeah i i would definitely recommend that awesome dan what have you been playing nothing all right then Let's move on. <laughs> no, I've been you in the... Uh, talked I, about Horizon, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, I had finished Horizon a couple of weeks ago. Um, and then essentially kind of in that holding pattern as well, just because I didn't want to... wanted to break. Didn't really want to get into another big one yet. Because um, I know I still have Cyberpunk to, to keep going through. And uh, so I've been kind of just plugging away on, you know, just these little ones like Retromania just came out. So I, you know playing a little arcade games or the Mario on the switch, just the, the mindless games that are, you know, you can just kind of zone out and play for a little bit just to reset the palette before we, before we hit yep. the next big one, you know, I've got one for you. I'm not gonna, <laughs> that's see, that's what, that one's not for me. Like I played, ah. I, I started playing the first one and the thing I don't that, like, I don't like the idea of be, having like, you have one bullet in your gun. You better use it wisely. That's all you get. Oh, Oh, you played on the hardest difficulty. You get half a bullet. Yes, yeah. fucking <laughs> ridiculous. They give you no ammo, ammo at all. Yeah, uh, it's, you have to sneak. Yeah, and if you Make get caught, easy. you better run you around. And I don't Just mind like the circle. sneaking. <laughs> like I like the games. <laughs> True survival. I like those stealth games. Like I, I'm a big fan of those. Like you know, that's not necessarily a big deal. But try starting to play that one. It was like you. It was like 
over stealthy and yeah, like yeah, you have no weapons to shoot people. You gotta. It's very. You gotta get creative. In that fact. I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is totally fine, are, but yeah. it's just not. It's not your game. Not my it's type stressful. of game. So it's very it's a, stressful. It's, it's a very good take on a. It, like it's a zombie apocalypse. Like it's a very good take on like what that would actually be like. Like you're not gonna just roll around with like hundreds and shit. Uh, of bullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know those people aren't moving around like that. When you're just trying to get place to place surviving, you more than likely have some crafted weapon on you and like maybe a few bullets if you need them. That's like your. Yeah. It's meant to be your backup weapon, really. Like yep. it's, it's what survival you horror, have to use survival game. Otherwise, that is absolutely it's, correct. It's all patience, and like that's why I think I really like it. I, we talked about during the boss one where I patience is not my game. I've had to learn that. Like I've had to learn you don't just go shooting guns blazing uh, at everything you do and just keep mashing A or whatever, uh, boxing and stuff like that. But it's like. Well, that's why I love it. And it's like just watching the zombies are different because they do get pretty good with patterns, especially mm-hmm. if you play. I never played it on the hardest level, but like you yeah. eventually can be like, OK, I can see my spots if I take this or I could probably do this instead and see my spots. Like, it is a lot of thinking, but with a really good story. If there was no good story, I don't think I would have I would have stopped. <laughs> I wouldn't have kept playing. I'm like, well, this is OK, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that that story is—it's a fucking novel. Like it's so deep, it's so much fun. But yeah, the the only parts that you really get fucked on are, like I said, this this hallway scene because they already know you're there. They already have their guns out, so you—they do give you ammo like right when you kind of get in there, so you do have a gun to fight back. But you're better off like sneaking around and hoping they don't see you and then waiting for them to walk by you. So you can, you know, take them hostage and use them as a bullet shield while you take on somebody else. Um, no, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> like, I, I believe you're, not, you. <laughs> you're not supposed to fight them. Like uh, I'm going to crouch and then I'm going to pop up and shoot and I'm going to crouch and I'm going to pop up and shoot. No, like they know you're there, but they don't necessarily know exactly where you are when it starts. So they'll come rushing down the hallway, but, like I said, there's two rooms on either side, so you can kind of sneak off, and they'll be like, find them! And it's like, okay, cool, they don't know where I am. So, let me sit here and hold R1, you know, figure out exactly where they are, and wait for one of them to get vulnerable, and then take it from there. But do not ever, ever go in there guns blazing, because, like I said, one shot to the head and you're dead. If they shoot you in the chest or the back, you're fine. But, like I said, w- with that game, that element of, like, gunplay realism if they shoot you in the head like they shot you in the head you're fucked and you'll just immediately start back over and hear get them and see all four of them run around the corner and it's like oh oh, 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 i'm never gonna get out of here (laughs) because yeah i played like i played like two hours in that hallway so far and i still have yet to get past them (laughs) i've I've killed one guy with a hammer to the face and uh that's about as far as i've gotten i'm just like man i can't even get two of these guys dead because you uh, said, crap and scissors bomb. I do have one of those. I just I feel like if I throw it, they're gonna scatter because their AI is like I said, it's wildly unpredictable. Every time the scenario starts up, they do something different, and I'm like, well, shit! <laughs> like, I need a pattern. People, stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, mine is more towards the, uh, you know, like Far Cry. Or 
uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, if you played that one, which no, Adam is probably, probably right up your alley uh, with the with the team play and getting a group of four together. Ghost Recon Wildlands would be perfect for you. But I like those. Where it's we should it, do that. We can get a pattern. I would do it. Yeah, we should do that. We that could should, do that. We, I don't know if it's good for a podcast, but maybe we'll do a YouTube video or something. Yeah. Or we'll just freaking play it, not put it online. We just, no, we'll put, we'll put it on Twitch. And then we'll, we'll, spend, we'll spend a podcast talking about what we did. <laughs> oh, dude, bro, you should have totally been there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's entertaining. I told you to get around <laughs> to the other side, man, you know? And oh, yeah, I like those words. You can, you know, you, 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 you know, you look over the landscape and figure out where the guys are going and stuff like that, and you can kind of pick them off one by one and. You know, snipe them and stuff like that, but I like... That's what I just talked about. You know, it's more... But I don't want to run up and fucking try and hit a guy with a fucking hammer and this and that no, and all no, that. I'd rather... It's beautiful. You know, you I just... You smack the ribs know. a couple of times and then just <laughs> boom, right across <laughs> the gun. Or like, you sneak up yeah. and you... Yeah. So, no, like but I said, they, they invested a lot in the gore factor of that game as far as making it sound gross and look horrible, so... It's really cool. I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. All right. Well, I think right, that's I'm it done. for what we're playing. All right, good. Well, then we got one more thing. One more, the, the final boss, as we call it. Oh, and I am looking God. forward to this to hear oh, what you guys' opinions on this <laughs> one is. So here we go. Finish him. I stumbled upon this top 10 list from Games Radar. Uh, it's back from September 2020, uh, but they ranked the 10 best Need for Speed games, and I thought, boy, Sean and Drew will enjoy this one because they love their Need for Speeds, and they have what they think are the best ones, and I wanted to get their opinions on the way they rank these top 10. Need for Speed. So we don't have to go through their exact top 10, but if you go to Games Radar, um, I'll put the link up. I think I might have done it on, on uh, Twitter already, but I'll put the link up again so everybody can go while they listen to this and look at their rankings. Go for it, because I loved it. I we, uh, we talked about it a little earlier <laughs> about which one's not even oh, uh... on the list, but I am, I am looking forward to seeing how much you hate this list, because I know it's nowhere near the ones you talked about as your favorites. I will defer the first comments. Feel free. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> okay. So I just, uh, okay. So when you see a list of top 10 of anything, uh, if you're like me, you don't read anything. You just look at the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> correct (laughs) you don't read all this this is like looking up a resume a a recipe online you're not going to read the backstory of this person when they were two years old and learned from grandma you're just looking for the recipe uh that's the same thing here i'm just looking for okay what's 10 9 8 and that's what i did and uh so foreshadowing there but the first thing i noticed is my favorite game is not here how could, they not, how could they possibly forget? <laughs> yeah. Uh, they put so, the fucking iOS wah! game on there. 
They did. They put a goddamn mobile game on there and didn't okay. include the <laughs> one. So, uh, yeah, so the one we are talking about is obviously Underground 2. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that uh, does not appear on the list at all, uh, which I think Sean and I both immediately were like, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> some old bullshit. <laughs> like, how are you going to make a top 10 Need for Speed and not include uh, Underground 2? Uh, in fact, they didn't even, inc- they included, so number one on their list is Most Wanted 2012. So not even the original Most Wanted. It's the Most Wanted that was, uh, if you remember the way the disc looked, oh. it was like white with the red uh, red tracks and everything. Like, they included the 2012 Most Wanted. Read the second paragraph. Yeah, I know. That's the yes. That was the foreshadowing I came to earlier. Ah, uh, I didn't even read that because I didn't read it. I just looked at the list. <laughs> so uh, we don't read. <laughs> so because we got the, the need thing, for speed. Yeah. So the thing that both of us missed was that this said that our ranking. This is in quotes. Our ranking list looks at the best and in, in, ah, best entries in the franchise that are available today. Uh, meaning to be played on, I guess, current uh, current gen consoles and PC. Who cares? Uh, right? <laughs> this is like an like ESPN stat where they cherry pick, like, this batter is the best from the seventh inning when it's a left-handed pitcher and the rest of the day before. Like, right. Man, you have a lot of qualifiers. Seed games? <laughs> so... That is why stupid uh, fucking list. Yeah, this is why most wanted the 2005 <laughs> edition, uh, Underground Two. Both of those are not on here because apparently you can't buy them for any any anything right now. Um, but so I think I think that just uh, just says this whole list is garbage because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're gonna do like basically the title of the thing is ten. 10 best need for speed games like with, with you know yeah. subtext that, that says that you can play on current consoles right now yeah right well they didn't even say that yeah. and it's like two it's paragraphs even in the in. you know what's funny <laughs> it's it's like a clickbait title they want it you is. to get infuriated and it push is. their list and be like well how is need for speed not on this it list did. what do you mean let me share the link and get clicks this yeah, list they're trying to catch you they're trying well, to uh, they're trying to catch you rage on Twitter and be like, you fucking idiot. What a shit top 10 list. And then be like, well, did you actually read it? And like, they're trying to catch you. They're trying yeah, to bait they you. They got us. Well, and they, they got, got me. me. They got but, me. Okay. God, fuck them in their list. I will put it this way. Fuck you. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say nobody it. Owns, no, nobody owns games. old consoles <laughs> or nobody owns an emulator that can, you know, play any of these right. older games. <laughs> no, no, they're not available today. They're gone. They just deleted the source they're code. Gone, and everywhere. You'll, you'll never play Apparently. it again. All the discs were, but, were um, <laughs> run through a shredder. They're all gone. <laughs> I will say, of all the games on the list, Most Wanted definitely did deserve to be number one. That was really the... Yeah. That was really the last one that I enjoyed. The rest of them kind of went more of the Forza Gran Turismo style thing, where... You had yep. racetracks, and it wasn't yeah. open world, and you know there really wasn't anything other than just racing. Whereas in Most Wanted, you know you could see a cop coming up and be like, you know what, let's get in a chase, and you yep. 
zoom past them and then just, you know, try and do what you do in GTA and I'll I'll get away. But yeah, I mean Underground 2 is just obviously the best one. Like the coolest cars, the best modifications, the most yeah. customizable, yeah. the soundtrack, oh my god. Like that that game was just mind-blowing when it came out. And then, like I said, I I got most wanted black edition just so I could have like the special cars and whatnot. But, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't quite the same. It had less of that, like, for lack of a better term, like that, you know, gangster street racer feel to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as what they included, which is bullshit, um, most wanted definitely (laughs) does deserve number one. (laughs) Uh, I, I completely it. agree with you, too. I, I felt like I read through these, and I was like, oh, I, oh yeah, I remember playing that and not being like, it wasn't great. Uh, but, like, the top two, like, I remember Hot Pursuit 2 I played uh, with my, like, I played that with my brother a lot. But the, it wouldn't have been my top, you know, like, when I read this, I'm like, you don't even have Underground 2 on here? It doesn't even have to be your top one, but, like, where is it? <laughs> right. Like we all just said. Neither but, like, of them. It just doesn't make any sense. And I agree with you. Underground 2 was the first, like, racing game I played. Uh, I think it, was, it would have been PlayStation 2 in mid-2000s or whatever. And it um, it had all the customization. That was, like, yeah. one of the newest things. Like, hey, you're going to be driving around in the car all the time. Why don't we let you customize it? That's why, like, people love it. And then, like, uh, if I'm remembering correct, is that the one that's got the chick on it, right? The chick yeah. on the cover? Mm-hmm. Be like, oh yeah, I'm I'm a cool racer guy, you know what I mean? So like, hell yeah, I want to, this car in real life. <laughs> it's like all fun, like, like I just like I don't even care what the second paragraph says. It's just stupid that you wouldn't even like. I don't know, just what a dumb top ten. Agreed though, most wanted is top is, should be near the top if not top. And I think um, I was reading like that's the one section I actually read because I was like, you know what? Most wanted. Yeah, sure. And I'm reading it and I'm like, I completely forgot about like the uh, uh, the comment the guy makes about the no menus and lobbies where like you just roll up into things and start like your customization and roll on. Like you didn't have to pause. You didn't have to like that's what made that game cool. You're just you're constantly driving in an open city. How cool is that? And then yeah, off the cops. I mean, and that was the even the cool thing about that game was how you found new new vehicles. Like you just had to discover yeah. them in the world, and you just roll up to them, and then they're yours, effectively. So it's like, or yeah, exactly. And the I mean, I guess races, some of them you win through progression, but a yeah. lot of them you just you just stumble across, and there they are. So no, there was one that they put on a fucking roof, and you had to do this like ridiculous ridiculous shit to like launch yourself up there to be able to unlock it like me and my buddy spent i don't know a good half a night during a sleepover trying to get to this one dumbass car because it was hidden up on a roof and you had to figure out how to get there too long is the answer oh yeah no it was it was ridiculous you're like yes this whole night i've spent doing this was worth it like cool well, it's on his console, so I guess I'll have to go home and do it again by myself. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I I agree with you. I bet you do. Like, I think it's like GTA. He agrees with somebody. Of GTA. I agree. <laughs> I agree with Sean. Okay. 
Like, it's not because it gets to that where like they want to be for Forza and like the other like actual racing games where that's not what this is supposed to be. Um, like, you know, I, I would hope they'd make remake Underground 2 at some point. How cool would that be? Oh, my God. I would buy that in a heartbeat. Sorry, awesome. round three. Round three. That was always Just a uh, Underground two remastered, and then they release the next one. <laughs> of course, it'll be remastered. Ugh. <laughs> Shit, I'd buy it twice. Please, I would buy it too. Let's be and honest. then and then it could be on this list. Yeah, <laughs> they have to redo the list. <laughs> you'll never believe. <laughs> we ranked all the Need for Speeds. You'll never believe what our number one is. <laughs> you'll never guess. <laughs> <laughs> Click now. Uh, or half of these. See, never... half. There's a handful of these. Like, what the fuck is this? No, like this? I said, they put a fucking mobile game on there. I'm like, <laughs> sure, it's available, but I'm not going to fucking buy it. Like, come on. You know what the answer is. That's you like, know what you should have done, and you are a bastard for not have done it, doing that's, it. That's like uh, if they ranked the top rest WWE games that you could play currently, wrestling, wrestling games, and they put the WWE Supercard mobile game where you just you know it's a card game basically <laughs> like yep. wrestlemania 2000 uh, no it doesn't <laughs> it's not how this works give me that n64 uh, wrestlemania 2000 wrestlemania no mercy no mercy baby or no, no mercy was the game that was the shit. we talked about that yeah. All right. but that was the game that was a <laughs> top 10 games that won't go on a list because you can't get them currently that's a topic there you go. Think about it. <laughs> Top ten Mario games available today. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How stupid. <laughs> what a clickbait! Uh, Fucking garbage. It's great. Top three GTA games currently available on current. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, it's one game. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. We're going back to the PS2 when we are talking about Vice City and we are talking about San Andreas. Don't give me that shit. <laughs> I just give me back to the uh, the dodo plane that you had to trick to get off the ground and you could actually fly it before they ever did anything with those. That was great. Give <laughs> me that fucking to... RC. Oh, good. Yeah, it's like just <laughs> like the first time you figured out how to fly that thing was great. Yeah, you know what? You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna put a plane in the game that you can actually get in. We're gonna cut the wings in half. That's what we're gonna do. It's gonna be great. Realism, baby. <laughs> what the fuck? Now I just remember that stupid ass mission where you had um, RC helicopters with bombs, and you had to go like into the construction site, and blow it up, and dude, oh my god, oh, god that one was so garbage. <laughs> That was Vice City, yeah. No, that one was stupidly impossible. I was like, it shouldn't even be that hard, but nope, trying to fly up those flights of stairs and having dudes try and smack you with a pipe. It's like, oh my god, fuck off. You couldn't bump into stuff, right? I think that's what I remember. you couldn't touch a fucking thing. Touch anything, and it's making these fucking 90 degree angle turns in this fucking game. Like, that's even possible. It was Aladdin in the Cave of Wonders. Like you can't yeah. touch a fucking thing till you get to your goal. I thought I thought you were talking about the one in uh, San Andreas with David Cross with the RC uh, aircraft. Oh you no, know? that one was significantly easier. <laughs> that vice, that vice one, was oh garbage. my, it was time. You 
And, you you got, and it's time. Add on the fact it's bullshit. It's also timed. And you got guys swinging pipes at you. It's it's a beautiful day. Thank God for cheat codes. <laughs> yeah, I do miss those days where you just sit there and spawn whatever the fuck you want right in the middle of the street and be like, cool, let's go in a tank. We're good. Right. Let's see how quickly I, I can get this level up to five and how long I can last. Dude, every See, that, that was that, always right? a cool like, part of it. <laughs> Getting to five, <laughs> though, I swear to God. You could get up to four, and it didn't matter what the hell you did. They were like, well, uh, he has, he, he can be slightly yeah. forgiven. And I'm like, dude, yeah. I have piled up car after car and caused an explosion so large, it's clipping my fucking gameplay. And you're still like, oh, <laughs> he, can be, he can be redeemed. He's fine. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, give me five stars. <laughs> That's what it was. It was the mini game of who could get to five stars first and who could stay five stars the longest. So it was like trying to find the best spots to put yourself where you could last the longest with five stars. The, did you ever ultimate mini game? Did you ever turn the uh, turret all the way back and just start shooting and driving and getting yourself up to like a hundred, yeah. hundred twenty miles an hour? That was the <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was it's like, the only yeah, way to do it. Was, I was like, that makes sense. Sure, let's do that. <laughs> oh. Just be going down the freeway, just fucking throwing in a goddamn tank. I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah. This will get me five stars. I'm speeding. They'll definitely <laughs> work now. <laughs> see, like, the Grand Theft Auto base, like, PC world. There was, like, open world thing that people did. It was, like, based on San Andreas, but, like, you, you like, earned money within it. You're playing GTA, but online with others. And it no. like I don't I don't know what it was. I need to look it up because I remember watching those are some of the first YouTube YouTube video game top ten like gameplays I watched where I don't know if you guys know the name, but it was like Kevin plays something and like he was he was like one of the original like uh Call of Duty fuck around guys where he was just trolling everybody. Well he also like he played this it's kinda like I don't want to say it's open source, but it it was like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for PC, but they made like an open world multiplayer. You'd find your job, you'd do jobs, <laughs> you'd be playing Grand Theft Auto with others randomly. I had a, like Rockstar Grand Theft Auto, but I remember watching that and being like, I want to do that. I want to play that. <laughs> mm. I have no idea. I'll find it. I'll find it. Next time, you Follow find it. Next time, you find it. You I tell will. Us. <laughs> find some goddamn bandwidth. <laughs> hey, Wi-Fi, baby. <laughs> How many times I cut in and out? Um, I, uh, all of them. I, I, Not enough to count. More than two. Too many to count. <laughs> many to count. All right. At Perfect. least once. Cut that all out. Cut Put it back in. Off. Cut it. Out. Uh, <laughs> you're cutting out while you're talking about it. <laughs> well, that sounds like a good place to end things, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, that's all we got for this week. Let's call it a day <laughs> before Adam completely cuts out on us. Oh, so make sure you go to thechairshot.com. Find us all on there, Twitter and Facebook, at a winner is you, the letter U, a winner is you, plus all the other things on thechairshot.com, wrestling, entertainment, sports, 
nerd shit with bandwagon nerds, UFC, three-man weave, all your sports and entertainment, make sure you go to prowrestlingtees.com slash thechairshot. Get yourself a fancy new t-shirt. It's always the season for new t-shirts. And, uh, yeah. I think that covers everything. That's it. That's all we got, Congratulations, guys. Congratulations, boys. That's we all we it. got. And next week, goddamn Disney+. Plus. We'll talk Disney+, Plus, what you're watching, and all that fun <laughs> stuff. So that's it for us. Thanks for listening to A Winner Is You, where we always remind you that it's dangerous to game alone. Stop waving at them. Take us. I love you guys. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.